Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 23rd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm uh I'm doing okay. I'm I'm a Rumble? little I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. I got um oh God. I think I'm gonna be leaving the country in the near future. The very near think, future. Think maybe I am. I Should think be. I am. I don't know Should. about I am. Don't don't <laughs> well, explain yourself. You're well, being mighty presumptuous. Well, my my wonderful wife was like, "Oh, let me see about see where the check the passport." You know, this is something I would have done the day before, maybe. Really? Oh my! God. My wife pulls oh it out, God. and she she had joked like you know a week or two ago that she that my passport was expired, and I thought she was messing around with me. She's like, "Your passport's expired." Turns out it is. And I have to leave the country like soon, so now I got I I'm doing one of these rush appointments. I hope it goes through. I'm super nervous that I'm going to screw up something on one of the forms, and for some reason Can this it, isn't going to happen. You need to lock in on this. This needs to be priority. The forms need to be triple checked. If that's a pro, like I'm a part of this trip. It's a good trip. There's not an inconsequential amount of money associated with this trip. Great content associated with this trip, hopefully. This cannot be the downfall or of this trip. I don't think it will be, to be clear. Downfall is too strong a term. But you messaged me the other night. And I just about threw my phone across the room like it was 1,000 degrees in my hand when I read the text. <laughs> hey, my passport's expired. I mean- Listen, if my wife didn't check, I wouldn't have checked by now. We're leaving in like we're, 10 days. We're ahead of the game. We're ahead of the game here. We're, we're okay. I, I, I hope, I, I've, from what I've read, this seems like it happens. It seems like these people make it happen. When I you go we, in, you got an appoint, I got an appointment. I was I was worried I wasn't going to get an appointment. Apparently, people fly like to other states for these appointments. Yeah. Well, that's good. You're in. You already have a passport. That's good. It's not the first one you're in line for. Yeah, it I expired. Work it expired two months ago. I mean, expired's expired, isn't it? Or does it matter? I wonder it if I could draw with a sharpie over it and <laughs> get through. I did that in. In college, in college, our uh, no. our bars, our bars at With Illinois, the fake ID or something. No, our bars at Illinois were nineteen, and okay. I was a freshman. And the Illinois, <laughs> the Illinois IDs, where your uh, where your birthday was, is um, is uh, it was like a red box, and it yeah. was white. the The numbers were white, like it mm-hmm. was the transparent. 
And yep. my my birth year is April, so it's a four. So when it got to like January, I cha- I colored in the four <laughs> to make it look like a one, and it worked. And it worked everywhere. <laughs> and I went to Windsor, Canada. So I go to Windsor, Canada. Yeah. And there, I think the bars there, like drinking is 19, I believe. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And I'm in the I line at a bar. Uh, I, I go to <laughs> Bouncer. So this this idea, I feel like, is bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been yeah, using yeah, it yeah. for months. It's just my regular ID. Just yeah. colored in. Meanwhile, Windsor's probably used to all these jamokes coming across from various Big Ten schools and Midwestern cities. So first bar, first bar I go to, guy, bouncer at the door, looking at it, looks at it for a while, and he goes, this is just a sharp, this is just Sharpie. Like, I think I took the Sharpie, honestly, out of my golf bag. The red Sharpie out of my golf bag. I mean, this sounds like a federal offense, quite honestly. They're like tampering with documents. The most amateur way. So I'm wondering if I could change the the three on the expiration uh-huh. just to an eight. You know, if I just yeah. circle the three the tw- in the 23, change it to an eight. <laughs> Then my ID is good till till twenty twenty eight. What happened with the bouncer? You didn't get in. He's just didn't get in. Around. I like went back to the. I like drank in a hotel room all weekend. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. You got to cross the border. That's better than I could say. I once I tried to go to Windsor with a group of friends and we couldn't get through because of a friend getting popped in South Bend for something just being being an idiot in South Bend that's my only Windsor story but took, feels like a lot of people have a Windsor took story took the ambassador bridge yeah we drove drove up from Champaign i remember you know it was right when the killers first album came out listened to a lot of killers mr uh-huh. brightside on the way yeah. up just sort of a little yeah. little trip down memory lane for all the listeners yeah, yeah. Good. All right. Well, I'm not going to suggest the Sharpie uh, solution for international travel, but uh, here's hoping. If anybody has any connections to the State Department or insights on how to expedite this, should your Friday meeting go awry or you forget to fill out the right form, uh, I don't know. Send it to golf advice. I'm worried about all the forms, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm worried. I'm worried that I haven't I haven't um, gotten a California ID. I'm still using my Illinois ID. Not the one that's been sharpied. It's no, since no, that's that a few IDs down. below. Oh, yeah, I go. All right. Good. Good. Uh, all right. Well, you need a driver's license if you're going to buy a new Tesla over there uh, and become one with the native Cal- North Californias. I've gotten a lot of uh, positive Tesla feedback, not a lot of negative. I think we're the silent majority on this one. Again, just an observation, not a critique. Was not a critique of Tesla the car, its owners. Well, I got a lot of critiques or, about Tesla, or Tesla the car. culture. Yeah, I, I did. But that's not what I was offering. I was simply an observation of, of owners being into their cars. They're five people. I'll just add an addendum to that: is when you get in a situation where there's multiple Tesla owners and they discover their Tesla owners at the dinner table, a party. You just forget about it. That's the conversation for the next two hours. It's like two guys 
we discovered they went abandoned in like the last three months. Like that's it. They're gone. That's the conversation. That's all my, my addendum to Tesla. But it's interesting. I expected a lot of blowback. I've not gotten much. So I don't think we need to pile on with all the negative Tesla stories we got. Do you? Um, I just a humorous I anecdote. Uh, a friend of mine uh, visited uh, San Francisco this week for a golf trip, and he he was telling me he's like asking me about electric cars for golf trip for the golf trip, and and he was like the the rental car company really pushed it on me, and it's a terrible thing to have on a golf trip, and I said, well. You know, you, you had a choice. You didn't have to choose. Wait, why car. is it terrible? Because you run out of juice? Well, he says the, the, yeah, he's constantly, constantly <laughs> looking around for chargers. <laughs> and apparently, like, they don't, they don't all have, like, a, the right adapter. Compatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't... I, I was going to talk about this the other day. I've, like, fully transitioned to USB-C, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but... And I keep yes. getting jammed with cars that have just the USB. Only. It, uh-huh. there's, we cannot, as a society, change the charging. We port. just we have can't to change come to these cords. Long term, right? I agree. They cannot change as frequently as they're changing. This is unacceptable. I can't carry around twenty-five cords in my backpack. You and know, then the adapters little... don't work. It's yeah. It's yeah. You got this USB-C cord, but now you need an adapter, but the adapter only fits a USB-C. There's just all sorts of computations you got to do now. So. so apparently this is a problem also for, for the electric car. Okay. Other, fri- uh, other Friday feedback. A little Friday free- feedback. I brought up uh-huh. Lucid. Yeah, we Unbeknownst got good to me, yeah, yeah. Lucid, like is 60% ownership of Lucid is the PIF. So might be like I think we went from no, it's I think it's majority. Okay, I think we went directly from talking about Live to Lucid. Unknowingly, it is also a PIF company. The hook was that we're talking about the Wall Street Journal article about like Saudi Arabia spending just gobs of money without much return, and then you tell the story about a car that's three hundred grand to manufacture and sells for seventy or whatever it was. So Lucid. Everybody's making new car, new car brands falling out of the sky. Um, we got a lot of feedback on the star tier rankings, Andy. A lot of positive feedback. I was happy feedback Friday we got here. I mean, You're come on, let's be honest. This Mexico Open Friday. If we if oh, we talk about hardcore talk golf about stuff, th- what? Go ahead. I wanted to talk about the Mexico Open. We'll get to it. Feedback Friday continues here. Start tier rankings. I've I, again, like my Tesla co- takes. I'm I expect to be told I'm an idiot. I'm happy to be told I'm an idiot when I'm an idiot. Uh, and I realize I might have tunnel vision on different matters. Pretty positive so far. Most people saying it's on the money. Uh, a lot of arguments for speed being too high, which feels like you yeah. poisoned the well. I, well, this uh, is going to be my down. feedback is that I'm kind of mad that I, I got that blitzed on me and I'm, I'm mad at myself <laughs> for not not pushing harder. And because of that, I'm wearing my Just a Guy hat for for this recording. Silent protest or visual protest? Well, it's, it's your... visual and audible. I've now protested. I don't think a guy that's won two times in six and a half years can possibly be in that top bucket. 
There were some, yeah, I, I, there were some, yes, there was some compelling evidence offered against him. I, I gotta, I gotta respond or, or supplement that. This is David Gordon works for ESPN. I believe has like does research, gets into golf gambling, gets stats, pretty insane. Four of the biggest stars. I mean, he uses that term loosely, not in the tier system. Biggest stars in the sport are battling through some of the longest winless droughts of their tour careers. Spieth, 37 straight. JT, 33 straight. Xander, 32 straight. Cantley, 27 straight. So that's that's a lot of starts for a lot, four guys, whatever you want to call them. And I think that's just sort of also sets some of the framing for who is a star. What is a star? I mean, Phil is like a different boat. Tiger's a different boat at this point. Uh, at this stage, if you're Xander Cantley, I think you need to win more than zero out of 32 times. I think if you're speed, that's a different question. Maybe it's, it's one out of every 25, given on this, you know, the established work that he set out there in the first five years of his career. There's just different ways to, to calculate this, but it is crazy right now that the PGA Tour has those four guys on pretty big winless streaks. I will say that it is extremely hard to beat 140 of the other best players in the world. But now these guys mostly just play against 70 guys. Right. I mean, it's fair feedback. It's kind of insane to have him on the second tier with Rory, Tiger, Phil, Rory, and then speak the guy who's won twice in what is it? Six years? Six and a half, I think. And the two wins are what? RBC and Texas Open. Valero, right? I mm-hmm. want to say. Yeah. It's that's that's a little bit deferential to, to the To first. be fair, I mean he shot some really good Saturday sixty threes in in other small events too. A lot of great caddy conversations, social media catnip. There's been a lot of that. Um other objections. Way too many Fleetwood defenders. Like, get the hell out of here with that. He is just a guy. He's I, he seems like a great guy, great talent. Does you know played well in some majors, played well in some PGA Tour events. Never won on the PGA Tour. I'm not saying that's the end all be all. He's won. You sound like Zimo. He's won some. No, I'm not. No, I'm not being like Zinner. You've made the just a guy category. That's an honor on this star tier ranking. There are a lot of guys who never even made it. But come on, Fleetwood is not getting bumped up into stud category alongside Hovland and, and other major winners. Some other people are mad at Max Homa being in the stud category. I feel like I, I, this is a high bar. This is a high bar to clear. Stud category is a very big deal. We're just talking about who's selling, who's marketing. He's extremely popular. DJ objections, fair. He's a tricky one. His accomplishments are almost unparalleled in this generation, aside from maybe Rory. So DJ, I don't know, being alongside Ricky Morikawa, is that an insult? I would accept that criticism. It's just like he's not really trying to be a star of any kind. He's just trying to kick ass and kind of, Paying with his family. And that was sort of the, the 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 rationale behind that one. Brooksy maybe should be pumped up with five majors. How is he below speed? I don't know. But but this is again different calculation. It's not a resume, resume calculation, purely. And then there were some Fino arguers as well that Fino should be bumped up. But I don't know. If you're winning 
kind of C-list events like 3M, Rocket Mortgage, and Mexico Open. I think you got some work to do. And Stud is a, or Just a Guy is a fair assessment. That's it, though. Pretty good feedback on the star tier system. Maybe we'll, like I said, it's a living document. Maybe we'll adjust it. You can offer yours, you know, adjust yours, and, and we'll work with it going forward. All we right, what else we should create a got? little template for it. Maybe it could be one of those internet templates. We could do that. We could do that. We, we could do a lot of things that probably never come to fruition, but we could if we really wanted to. Um, what else hey, we got going on? Yeah, Go I, I, we're recording pretty early. Um, you know, to be completely honest, I was tr- procrastinating on uh, a few things that I needed to do, uh, namely write some stuff. It's one of my favorite pastimes is doing anything I can to not write. To not write, sure. Yeah. Um, so I was procrastinating today and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pop on this Mexico open. We got this podcast recording. I should watch some of it before we record. I turned it on and honestly, they were showing Nico Ecavaria, um, Cristobal del Soler, who's, who's tied for the lead. Um, a, a host of other just very mediocre golf golfers. And I thought to myself, why is this an event? There were no fans around. Mm-hmm. There, me playing. There's no no reason for this event to exist. I mean, you start asking these questions, the PGA Tour gets in a pickle on a lot of stuff. You need playing opportunities. Andrew Novak is T four. What's Andrew Novak going to do? Novak. I know he had a. Not Novak Djokovic, Andrew Novak. He had a cup of coffee at, what was it, Pebble, maybe? Um, I don't think the, it was Pebble. Waste management. He was in okay. yeah, that's the right. last group. That's right, and they didn't repair. He was in the last group, partially because they didn't repair. But, um, yeah, I, uh, it needs to exist. These rookies have had three of nine starts. I'm not sure we need to care a ton, but I think it needs to exist. I don't know. There's some good stories, as Charlie Hoffman told us in a passionate defense last week at the Riviera press conference. Good stories could come out of this. I just don't know that we need to care. I think it's the biggest deal. But I, I think there's a lot of great golfers who need a chance and need a shot. I well, wish it just, were some, it's a corn something fairy more tour interesting. Event. Yeah, just should yeah. be called a corn fairy tour event. Then I would care. Then I'd be like, oh, these are the guys trying to play their way Onto the real PGA Tour. There's got to be some C list. There's got to be some B list events. There's got to be, or else you. you I need, don't think there should be any B list. Tell us everything. That's what things. this is crystallizing to me. What's that? I is personally is that there should be no B list events. There can't be. You can't. This can't happen. I can't turn this on, and this cannot be called the same thing that last week was called. Well, it's not. It's not a signature event. Last I'm just saying, it's just, it's just can't be the same branding. They can't be playing for the same even points. They're not. It's close. 700 last week, 500 I'm saying this not, week. I'm not saying, they shouldn't, these, these guys shouldn't even be on the same tour. <laughs> Come on. Then you don't have a tour anymore. It has to be a real tour. There, this I, shouldn't I, be a PGA Tour event. Next week shouldn't I, be a PGA Tour event either. 
Can I push back on the discourse that the PGA Tour should look like F1? Yeah. Because what you're talking about is F1 is whatever. It's like 15 to 20 events, right? Something like that. F1 is riding this complete unicorn of a wave because of a reality TV show that have taken their U.S. rights from like a cup of coffee to whatever it is, still like a fraction of the PGA Tour rights. It's a complete unicorn of set of circumstances that made F1 popular and seems to be fading already. And the reason it's popular is because of American audience and American rights and the rights skyrocketing because of a freaking reality TV show. And we're bending ourselves into pretzel right now to suggest that the PGA Tour, which has a a rights deal in order of magnitude larger based on an American audience, should look more like F1 because it hit this freaking one in a mil. This is not a model for anything anymore. And that's just something I was thinking about. Sorry. The I PGA to Tour has full swing. Fine. I, I just, That's great for full swing. But clearly, like, F1, nobody in America gave a shit about F1 prior. Like, uh, some people did. Sorry, that's disrespectful to the F1 heads who've been in it. And I respect their dedication. But this Netflix show made it pop. And their rights still skyrocketed, but it's still like just nothing close to the PGA Tours, which is largely based on American money and American audience and American networks. And so we talk about this world tour and it needs to be like F1. And I'm just not sure that's the model to follow or if it's replicable at all. Because like when you start peeling back the onion of how, why that, that F1 has succeeded, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the markets, maybe the Jetta market, Maybe the Singapore market, maybe whatever else, uh, Bahrain, where they race cars, is just waiting to make up all the difference. Monaco, maybe they got a golf course there, is just waiting to make up all the difference and whatever it would be to, to just totally wipe out a lot of Amer- North American rights deals. I could be wrong. But anyways, something that just triggered in my mind as you talk about what, what do you suggest the alternative is? There's 15, 20 events and everything else is like some sort of hybrid corn fairy tour event. Yeah. I mean, I'd like this event a lot more if it was, if the whole context around the event is these guys are trying to play their way up to the top tour. Yeah. I think that's what the swing five is for. No next 10. They could play their way into different things. Bay Hill coming up down the street. I just turned this thing on. Nobody's telling you you have to care. I just thought, like, what am I doing? Why? Why am I watching this? I should. I would have rather been reading a book. There's no fans. There's no fans. There's probably going to be more fans at Jetta than there were at Mexico. Oh, I'm serious. There's no fan. This event. This is my. I was gonna say this might be the worst event on the PGA Tour. It's up there for sure. It's up there. They're giving out sketchy drops to SH Kim. Oh my Subscribe god! Subscribe to the Friday Egg newsletter. Joseph Lamani has some fiery takes coming in the Friday Egg newsletter what? on that. The guy it's was out trying out to say twice. he was gonna put play it sideways. Out of bounds twice. I mean, it wasn't out of bounds. I guess on the second one by definition. But yes. Sketchy drops. Um, so you know where there were fans, Andy? Droves. Pre-qualifier. Oh, On this classic. 
Not a Monday qualifier. A pre qualifier. Go from, from from Mexico to this. This is droves what you're of doing fans. This is what I'm doing to you. Charlie Woods. Can we just I not talk up, about it? No, no. I we are. I wake up this morning. I'm so amused by this. <laughs> I wake up this morning. I open. I think it's Instagram, as one does. And it's 7.30, I'm just trying to, like, you are procrastinate from having to get my kids ready for school. You procrastinate from writing. I just decide to open Instagram. It's a way to shirk my duties. And there's camera in the parking lot of Chuck Woods walking to his pre-qualifier. I did a double take. I said, what is this? Is this like TW Spot, TW Legion, Nuclear Golf? What is this? No, no, it's PGA Tour. Catching Chuck Woods. Walking to a pre-qualifier. He's 14 years old. 15. I mean, I'd like 15. 15. Sorry. Still potential truancy issue. I like what's going on. It's school day. Does he have the, did he have the uh, clearance? I'm joking. I'm joking. But <laughs> I'm, I'm amused. I don't care. Like whatever. Cover him. Don't cover him. Be a, be disgusted by the level of coverage. I think it's preposterous that their PGA Tour is in the parking lot, and then like the next logical step is they start a live blog of him. Well, you can't live blog, and then like he's four fifteen, never played an AJGA event. Like you're taking his game and his round with a sense of seriousness if you're live blogging it. And he's 15. Give him some room and slack. So they talk about it. Six four eight forty. He's one over through four holes. Well, you know what? It didn't go great. So what do you do with the live blog? Are you going to talk about how he's blowing up? So the live blog disappears. These clowns, <laughs> these dopes. Where did you think this was going? <laughs> these PJ Tour, the tour itself, did SSG demand? That you got to squeeze the value out of the 15-year-old dry? Get a guy down there in the parking lot for a freaking pre-qualifier? So I don't even care about the coverage, but they clearly didn't think of the next step once they started the live blog. He didn't play great. He played like a 15-year-old. I don't... Well, I, he, like, he here's the other like thing I talent. have an issue. Everybody's tweeting out like, oh, he shot 86. He made a freaking 12. 12, yeah. He made a 12 on the seventh hole. That where I do round have got completely blown out, and it's like these people are like Charlie Wood shot eighty six today. That is not, yeah, sure he did shoot eighty six. That's the number he shot, but he made a freaking twelve. Then there's a, like a freak hole. It's a freak thing that doesn't happen every round, and, and people that are 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 then using this. 86 is like what they're doing is they're churning up the water so people are like oh what a hack like you know what you know yeah. get like well, engagement it's like well he made a 12 let's let's if you're going to cover this you need to cover it with some shred of God. like um yes god i just what i don't what i cannot abide is the absolute thirstiest people who've been just I don't want to say exploiting because he's been put out in public. It's a public event. You can go watch him. PNC is a public event. But these people have just squeezed every drip, every impression, every engagement 
over the last few years at PNC or AJG, whatever it is, event that he's uh, seen on camera. Just I'm going down to PNC. Hanging out in like, trees to film. Yeah. <laughs> well, film I, range I, sessions. Even more official than that, media people. Then turning around and scolding people for like, Give them some room. Why are you? Why is the tour in the park? Like, well, like let's let's give him some room. Let him shoot what he could shoot. Let him play what he could play. Like, yeah, I agree. But you've been there. Now all of a sudden, you want to give him space when you've been trying to squeeze every drop dry. It sucks. It's now a podcast topic. I guess we didn't have to talk about it, but it was like what everybody was talking about on Friday morning or Thursday morning. It's just the tour. Sending official covering in an official capacity for me was what kind of like taking it an extra step. Like this is a pre qualifier. Let's settle down. And like, there's a lot of people blood on their hands for like making this a big thing. And then you can't scold people for actually talking about the score or trying to cover his round because you've made him into a phenomenon. I saw that um, the tour had sent, to had to send more tweets, two tweets today about Char- Charlie Woods before they had sent any coverage of Vedanta, yeah, of the actual tour event going on. Just think, think the best part's the live block. <laughs> oh shit, we learned we learned full shut, shut this down. Like, <laughs> think about that. Well, what happened to the live block, Jimmy? Oh, I don't know. It's gone, just vaporized from the internet. I was tracking. I was in my cubicle. Oh, God. Um, let's do an ad read for our friends at Club Champion. Um, Tell you what, if you want to be having your chance to take a run at a pre-qualifier, the best thing you can do is go to Club Champion. Is Get it the dialed best in. thing? Yeah. It's among the thing, good things you could do. Hopefully you don't have live blogs of your round. Again, Live blocks of your round. Pre-qualifier. I'm going to live blog your next round. Well, you better get your passport sorted out if you want to do that. <laughs> You're not going to be there. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm locked in. All right. We'll see. Right, you're going to Yeah. If I, if I get my passport sh- uh, sorted out. You're gonna see the club champion clubs at work. Oh, yeah. You haven't. Right. I don't think we've played golf since I got them. That's just not true. Really? Your club champion? Oh, actually, we played, we in, played in, in the swamp. Yeah, yeah, we played in Florida. I think at least once. I, we played a bunch. I've seen you hit those nuke balls with your paradigm and your <laughs> PXG iron. I've hit your PXG irons. Where were we? That's right. And White White Eagle. I hit them. Not with the same amount of ability as you or skill or results, but I hit them. Um, go to clubchampion.com. Do you want me to bring the other PXGs for you? Do you want to join the troops? <laughs> yeah, sure. If you can get your passport sorted out, you can bring those. Um, if you go to Club Champion, use the promo code FRIDEGG, you get 50% off. Is that the accurate amount? 50% off. Double check me there. Uh, with their fitting, with the club fitting cost, with the purchase of a club, right? There's not an insignificant amount of money. Fifty percent off the cost of the club fitting, which is you know takes time and effort, a lot of technology involved in that, and a master fitter who kind of can give you feedback on the spot. They're not going to push you into one brand. They're going to try to take take them take you where the data leads them. 
Uh, they got 65,000 hittable shaft and head combinations if you want to try that. Um, and, you know, it, it's the you know time of year to kind of start thinking about this, getting dialed in. We're coming out of winter hibernation. Get, you know, the dispersion goes down. The distance goes up. This is what you want. If you want a new season, new you, <laughs> go to clubchampion.com. Use the promo code FRIEDEGG. Again, 50% off for the fitting cost with the eventual purchase of a club. All right, moving on. The Piss Bears coming to Augusta. Special <laughs> international exemption. They're celebrating. How you get... Everybody was talking about Joaquin Neiman. And nobody was talking about the comeback story of the year in golf, the piss bear. <laughs> he's, he's on the hunt. The bear is on the prowl <laughs> in Mexico. He's T4. Shot a 66. Question. This event, you say, doesn't matter. As soon as what? Do you think there are bears in Mexico? Uh, yes. I just, I just got to think it's a big country with multiple climates and environments, ecosystems. I think there's a bear in Mexico. Uh, and there's one piss bear, at least, and he's on the prowl. He's T4 <laughs> in Mexico. He will also be coming to Augusta National with a special, as, as the Masters is, occasionally does, uh, special exemption or special invitation to Thorpe Jorn Olison. Joaquin Neiman and Rio Hasitsun. Don't don't totally quote me on that. Rio uh, had some great quotes. This was good PGATorque.com content. Really good stuff. Not necessarily the live blog of Chuck Woods, but uh, Charlie Woods. This is a good... They talked to Rio about it. He had some really endearing quotes. He must be down in Mexico. He's been playing Euro Tour. I think he's on the PGA Tour right now, maybe. Um, yesterday, I got a phone call, and I was like wondering, what is this number? It was amazing. The call came from Augusta National, who said they were Here's making the this thing. big announcement for I wouldn't pick up the phone. Me. Would you pick up the phone? Like when I, no. I get unknown callers, nope. I don't pick up. Nope, never do. Not picking up unless you're my phone. I did. Never. I asked my wife this question the other day. I was like, if I put you as an emergency contact, are you going to pick up the phone on on a form? I was filling out a form, and she's like, No, I probably am not going to. That said, if you get one that says Augusta, Georgia, I think I might be inclined to pick. Well, up. I did this recently. I got one from somewhere where I was like, I probably should pick this up from like where the locale was. Just uh -huh. just a telemarketer. <laughs> uh, so it was amazing. The call from Augusta National said they were making this big announcement for me. I was so excited. I was in my room. I jumped up. I was shaking. I was so surprised that I was speechless. Hideki has won the title, and I really wanted to play in the Masters, too. It's my dream has come true. The Masters is the tournament I've wanted to play the most, and I'm extremely honored to have received the special exemption from the Masters. I'm having trouble controlling my excitement. I used to watch the Masters every year, and I was determined to appear at the event. I always use the final round broadcast as a motivation. I'm really happy. I will get to play there this year. I will talk to other senpai, senior players, who have played Augusta and prepare well. I was watching it on TV, talking about Hideki's win in Japan. It was very early in the morning. Um... He was, I woke up at 3 a.m. I learned to play when I was three years old. That day I woke up at 3 a.m. to watch, and then Hideki won. I was so excited, I was moved. Now I get a chance to compete on the same stage, and it's truly a dream stage. Um, I like this. I've heard it's a course with a lot of ups and downs and steep slopes. You just can't tell the undulation on that. You just never understand the elevation change watching on TV. Right. You're about to find out, Rio. So kind of that's pjatour.com. Uh, 
It's a good story from uh, Mexico uh, on Rio's special exemption. And that's kind of like, you know, you hear about Hideki. Do we really know the impact Hideki or how popular it is? We kind of Americans just take, oh, he's huge. He's got like 20 photographers following him. He must be, but we don't actually know. So like we're not over there and in the culture. Uh, so this is kind of firsthand testimony. And he's Did you going see now. Damon Hack ran into him at, no. the, at the LAX airport. He tweeted about it. Where? Who? Rio? Damon Hack. Uh, Hideki. Oh, he did run into Was he flying like Spirit Tuesday. Airlines again? He was flying, was he flying, flying s- to Orlando. But one wins $4 million, doesn't, doesn't fly private. Well, he flew Spirit from <laughs> Memorial. I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Yeah, last year. Um, so guy's got to take better care of his body. He's having back and neck issues. Yeah. Like, what's he doing? That's a fair, fair point. Fair point. So good on the masters. I mean, Neiman deserves to be in it. It's, it feels like they sort of invited the piss bear in Rio as like, like his cover cushioning. Yes. Yes. Why do you think like, the there's piss this bear got the exemption? What? Why do you think piss bear got it? I don't know. <laughs> He's won. God, I just Googled Piss Bear and not Thorpe Journals. <laughs> and the, that did not return the results I was looking for on his OWGR. Um, I mean, he won this year, right? Won, on the, won the European tour. I just feel like, what are we doing? There's Danish players that have been in it. Danish players who are in it. They it's an Storm, interesting Storm one. Felton was a was Augusta National Killer. Killed it with his hybrid. <laughs> he would kind of slap it around from, <laughs> from distance. Um, I miss Soren Kjeldsen. I do too. That's a good pull. Sorry, who is the Frenchman? I mean, there's a bunch of them. God, Which one? What was his name? Gregory Bordy. Yeah. Gregory. Uh, no, no. Bordy. Bordy. Yeah. He was in the mix one year. Um. Yeah, it. I. I don't really understand the Olison one. It felt like more cover to the Neiman situation where they couldn't just give it to Neiman. I maybe they could, but like they they announced it without acknowledging any of his wins at on Live. I didn't win. You know, they didn't. He's won this. He's done this. He's accomplished this. It did not mention they won Live Mayakoba or that he's had any amount of success on Live. Um, but it did feel like a little bit of of let's sort of throw a couple other things in there so it's not all about Neiman. Um, but Neiman should be in the field. And this is the right they have reserved and used often in the past with Rio Ishikawa when he was a teen sensation. Shub Sharma got one of these. So it's usually more international. I don't get the... the I really don't get the Olsen aspect of it given the preponderance of European tour players, Danes, you know, Scandinavians. There's just... I don't know. Danish golf is what it is, but now that the piss bears there, I guess it may blow Maybe up. they wanted we'll to say. make Nikolai Hogard comfortable in his first yeah, masters. That could be. Um, opens the door further for Angel Cabrera, who, you know, is uh, had more. Maybe more they'll serious. pair them together. <laughs> let's let's be honest. Has had more serious issues, legal issues, like convicted and served time. Uh, for not for abusing women. Um, 
So he is apparently welcome back. He's just got to sort out his visa. It's like, I don't know. You, like, I'm not suggesting the Masters is supposed to play judge and jury. If the guy's out, he's a free man walking the earth, and he's you know able to play, and he's a past champion, I think they should probably have him invite him. So uh, he's just got to get his green card settled. Who That's should it. be Those the third special. for that pairing? If you were, if you had Thorbjorn and Cabrera together in the Masters, who's who are you putting in there with them? Oh man, I need to look at the list. Uh, who do you have? Let me put Patrick Reed in that group. I I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say Patrick Reed, but it felt like a little too on the nose. Um. I don't know. I don't know who you put there. I'll have to think about that one. Weirzy? Mike Weir? Speaking of, Reed, that that law case that law case falling apart. That's gonna cost Reed a lot of money. What the suit of all the media people? Yeah, he's gotta pay all the lawyer fees. For all the people. Clayman. What a stupid lawsuit. Well, I mean, yeah. We knew that. Clayman led Justine down a road that I don't know didn't end up great. Uh, anything else you want to talk about today? Oh, I've got something else. Okay. All right. Oh, you know what? I want some positivity. Yeah. I'm really excited for the match at the park. I am too. I was going to figure we'd talk about that Sunday, but I've been reading some of the press releases and some of this stuff. I'm, I'm fired up. It's coming up quickly on us. An actual match that i'm pretty excited about like super excited i just think it's going to be a breath of fresh air for golf hopefully yep um there were tweets today about charlie's glove i don't know if you saw was it a red sunday red no sunday red someone alerted me this is just catnip for this podcast sunday reds (laughs) i I saw this well no did you see the legal thing no Oh, oh the, the trademark the stuff? Trademark. Everybody's some, been saying it's Nike. Some guy, just a guy, like literally just some guy has trademarked Sunday, right? Or Sunday yeah. Red? One word, Sunday Red? Mm-hmm. It's just some I guy, thought, some random okay. guy. It's not Nike. It's not, it was a, we had a patent attorney that, that dug into it. He couldn't help but help himself, but dig in. Well... This slapdash rollout of the new brand is continued. And someone alerted us to their new marketing slogan. You got to listen to this. Please pay attention to this. You got everybody lock in. We're not for people. This is Sunday Red on their Instagram. This is their official description. We're not for people who want to live a certain kind of lifestyle. We're for people who want to live a certain kind of life. We are Sunday Red. What What does that mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. What's the difference between lifestyle and life? We're (laughs) not for people who want to live a certain kind of lifestyle. We're for people who want to live a certain kind of life. Tiger, he needs these Nike people. (laughs) He needs these Nike marketers. (laughs) This is the biggest bunch of gobbledygook. I don't want to know how much money this cost. What marketing firm came up with this? Look, this stuff's hard. I get naming things is hard. You know, slogans are hard. But this is complete nonsense. We're not for people who want to live a certain kind of lifestyle. We're for people who want to live a certain kind of life. 
your freaking camo golf shirts. Sweaters. Golf sweaters. What's something that... Can you think of a lifestyle you don't want to live, but you want to live a life? That's a good question. I'm sure I could come up with it. I... You know what? I, maybe, I maybe know. I'd it's like to. I, I think I. This is. I'm. I've never done this before. I don't know how to. I like the idea of maybe being able to surf and like being a surfer. But I don't think I'm in for the surfer lifestyle. Totally. I mean, I'm 40. Got kids. I'm not trying to live out of the back of a jeep. <laughs> be crunchy at this point i like probably a little bit of the finer things if you want to put it that way i also probably couldn't surf in my wildest dreams love it though love to try and surf i i just don't get it your wear your golf shirt seems like something that could be a lifestyle but not a life you're not <laughs> choosing to live a kind of life based on the sweater you put on wouldn't wouldn't you make an argument that like almost all apparel is lifestyle and not life? Yes. Well, this is where they're trying to stick out. Maybe in addition to breaking up the word Sunday, they should have broken up life and style. I don't want your life. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want your life <laughs> style. <laughs> wow. This is an all-time dumb episode. All right. I think that does it. House cleaning. Hey, this is good stuff. Chaplin bags. A lot of demand for the fried egg Chaplin bags. They're up on the pro shop now. Meg, want to make sure I got that in there. Uh, if you want to live a certain kind of lifestyle, carry out there on the course, these bags are primo. We, I don't we, want your life. <laughs> style. style. I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, like look we stock these days varsity varsity blues yeah that's right i think so i think that's right what was the what was his character in that james vanderbeek he's a quarterback what's his his name though i don't remember it's gonna kill me i gotta um (laughs) we have chaplain bags up in our pro shop now this is by demand we got these around christmas time the corporate overlords the fried egg (laughs) box Moxon, the the corporate overlords at Friday Golf in the Shed get, created for all the Friday staffers these bags, Chaplin bags. They're awesome, awesome bags, and we posted them. Like, look at these, like to our individual accounts. We're like, I want one. People wanted these, so you know, we're not necessarily thought of, we'd spin these up to make a bunch of money, but people ask for them. They're really, really slick. They are now up in the pro shop or going they to su- be up in the pro shop. They support a. Uh- a wonderful small business owner who I happen to grow up riding <laughs> bikes to the same local Muni golf course with. Um, but uh, yeah, I love this brand. Good. People ask really people, good. every people ask me like almost every time I play golf, like about the bag. Um, I just want to run down varsity blues real quick. <laughs> it's it's a classic. It's a classic look with some modern. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're in 1900. Like it's got a stand. Put your water. It's a good bag. Great bag. Those will be on the fried egg pro shop. Go ahead. James Vanderbeek as Mox. Lance Harbor played by Paul Walker. Yeah, I remember that. R.I.P. And John Voigt as Coach Bud Kilmer. Uh huh. 
Yeah. That used to be my fantasy football name years ago, Coach Bud Kilmer. <laughs> Terrible guy. Bad guy. <laughs> bad, bad guy. Yeah. He wouldn't get away with that kind of stuff in 2024. He'd be run out of town. Uh, who was the... He would beat Mike Leach at Texas Tech. He'd be like, he'd be thrown out, thrown off the grounds for some of that stuff. Um, all right. Do we want to do golf advice? Do we want to yeah, even get got, to that? Yeah, oh, we got to get to it. It's Friday. Okay. All right. It's Friday. Golf advice brought to you by Club Champion. Use the promo code Friday or get a Chaplin bag. Um, do uh, I? I got a I quick got a one. All Am right. I the a-hole? This is Tesla feedback. 45, two kids, no interest in fighting. I think I'm a nice enough guy. I have friends who think I like to golf with me, but I always try to leave the course in better condition than I found it. Fixing ball marks, filling divots with sand. This is great. Sound like a great guy. <laughs> then he underlines the next section. But I drive a Tesla. <laughs> I bought it only because it's convenient for the kind of driving I do. What I, I feel like we're, what does that mean? Running around with kids isn't any car convenient for running around well, with kids. I think I think the usually not more than ten miles. If you're, ne- if you're never going anywhere, I think the electric car. Oh, is I great. see. Gotcha. That makes sense. All right, I stand corrected. Usually not more than ten miles a day, and it's quiet enough that I can do work cars, work calls in the car if I need to. So simple question. More for Brendan than Andy. Am I the a hole? John, who wrote this, absolutely not. And I never ever suggested. That Tesla yes, owners were. That was no. That was That's a comment on the BMW. Said. No, said. no, no. That was a comment on the BMW owners. Say so you could make a judgment of. I didn't say Tesla owners are that way. I said they're just into having the car in the same way BMW owners were twenty five years ago. Okay, what are you? What do you got? You're not. You're not. Do you John, want? An, do put, you want another Tesla one? Should we just should this sure. just be a yes. Tesla week? Tesla. One week more on, of those, and we'll do maybe the a real one. Start. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tesla ruined my golf trip. All right, here we go. Now we're talking. Hello, 36, three kids, 5'11", 155 pounds, zero interest in fighting unless it's with a Tesla owner. (laughs) Not really advice, more of a story related to taking a Tesla on a golf trip. I planned a golf trip for a group of eight guys from northern Indiana to go play at Sweden's Cove. The plan was to leave early in the morning, stop at Sewanee, play 18, then play all day at Sweetens the following day. A couple weeks before the trip, we were trying to determine which two individuals would drive. One member of the group had a larger vehicle and volunteered to drive, while the remaining guys all had sedans. One of the guys said he'd be willing to drive his Tesla. Never having ridden in a Tesla before, I was intrigued. Three days before departure, the Tesla owner texted me and said we would have to stop once for about 20 minutes on the way down to charge. No big deal, I thought. We would have to stop to get refueled in any vehicle. That The night before we were about to leave, the Tesla driver texted me and said, I think we're going to have to stop twice and char- to charge on the way down. 15 to 20 minutes each. Again, <laughs> no big deal to me. We were planning to leave with plenty of time to hit our 135 tea time. The next morning, we get our, our meeting spot and, and get loaded up in the Tesla. My best friend and I are in the backseat asking tons of questions about it as we start the journey. He asked the Tesla owner, how many miles per I mean, this is the, half the point of owning a Tesla, I feel like, because the questions you're going to get from your friends. <laughs> then you get to the point where you got to apparently charge every two miles for 25 minutes. 
This guy was loving the questions, I bet. All right, go ahead. The driver responded about 180 miles at 80% charge. My friend and I looked at each other in concern as we had about 500 miles to Suwannee. We started doing the math and quickly realized we were going to be stopping more than twice. It was also quickly apparent that with all the planned stops, we'd be struggling to make our 135 tea time. And uh, the current ETA, according to the Tesla GPS of 130, we ended up having to stop four times on the way down because of the locations of superchargers. By the time we hit the fourth stop, Um, we were 90 uh, uh, just north of Nashville. I was feeling a mixture of panic and anxiety. We were 90 minutes away from the course with 105 minutes until our tea time. We had 20 minutes left to wait for the car to charge. The charging station was at our Kroger. As we went in, grabbed food, and walked around while we waited, my friend and I grabbed a quick deli sandwich, headed back to the car so we could leave as soon as the car was done charging. Um, As we left the Kroger to walk back to the Tesla, there was a woman doing lines of cocaine right outside the store. What does that detail? Where did that come from? I think this is just a throw-in. <laughs> However, the Tesla what? driver was taking Nashville his Nashville area time. Kroger. Sounds ridiculous. This is just a throw-in. This is just okay, However, right. the Tesla driver was taking his sweet time inside and still inside when the Tesla had finished charging. Oh, At this point, God. the other four golfers who had taken the gas-powered SUV <laughs> were already at the course. The tester driver comes strolling back to the Tesla with chopsticks and sushi for his lunch. He opens the sushi and chopsticks, leads against the car, and starts eating. At this point, we're 90 minutes away from the course and 75 minutes of our tea time. I get out of the grab and go lunch. She's got chopsticks and sushi. Well, you know, those cars drive themselves. You can eat whatever you want. (laughs) All right. It's my mistake. My mistake. How naive. I get out of the car, tell the driver we need to go, and he can eat it on the highway. We're late to our tea time by 15 minutes. Thankfully, the course was empty. It is too empty there. Suwannee's awesome. Anybody that goes to Sweden should go to Suwannee. This is this is just earnest feedback. We I'm end up being able be, uh, to yeah. play without further delay. The group uh, was on hole six by the time we teed off. <laughs> Last note to try and keep this short. On the way home, the Tesla car left an hour before the SUV. (laughs) The members in the SUV stopped and ate breakfast at Waffle House, but yet still were home (laughs) and spending time with family before the Tesla entered city limits. (laughs) Zero chance any of the other seven members on the golf trip will ever purchase a Tesla. (laughs) Look, I'm all for <coughs> whatever we can do to limit our environmental impact via vehicle. It feels like we're kind of set the movement back a little bit this week with some of these stories. But you got to figure this out. You can't, it doesn't sound like a road trip option at all. For our trip, I'm going to rent a Tesla just for no, you. No, no. Um, all right. 
what else? We're we doing any others? Are we good. We closing it out with that. <laughs> should we close it out? It seems like we should just close it out. Fifty. Yeah. Okay. This time Let's we'll save it. the Let's one for next week. We got a bunch of advice. Keep sending them. We're we're racking them up, making notes of which ones we want. Hey, to and everybody, enjoy the Mexico Open. I'll, I'm going to be locked in this weekend. I can't wait. One of the best events on the PGA Tour calendar. Okay. Good. Uh, all right, everybody enjoy your lives, your lifestyles, whatever you got going on this week. We'll be back with you on Monday.